0: And we're back with another episode of Counting Me Out. It's your girl, JQ, sports PR manager and owner of JQ Sports PR.
1: And it's your boy man sports junkie, high school basketball coach, sports fanatic. Just trying to make it make sense, man.
0: Look, before we go any further, I need you guys to do me a favor. I need you to subscribe, like, and comment, download our show on Apple and Spotify, and follow us on all social media platforms at Counting Me our Counting me out podcast.
1: Counted me out podcast.
0: All righty. So what we have today is a special guest. Guy, he loves to cook from what I heard. He loves listening to Polo G and Burner Boy.
1: Okay.
0: Seven feet tall, committed to Mississippi State. Ladies and gentlemen, Guy Chow. What's up?
2: Hello, hello, hello. I'm Guy. How are you doing?
0: I How's am doing? great. Hey, hey,
1: Guy, man. It's great to have you on our show, man. You know, this is this is another guest where I don't feel as big of a person as I am. Like you walked in and I'm looking like you feel me? Like how often do you get looks like that? Just just walking around. People just stop and stare?
2: Uh probably I can say a lot. Are you used Sometimes. to it now? Did it bother you? It used yeah, to bother you? I'm used to it. it yeah, okay. I mean it's a blessing, you know. It I but, know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, look. Before we get into the show, we have this segment called the Counting Me Out Fire Questions. So I'm gonna ask you two questions, and then Spoon over here is gonna ask you his two questions. You ready? All right. So, if you had, or if you were on a cooking show, and they told you, "Guy, for ten thousand okay. dollars, cook your best dish," what would be your dish to cook?
2: Uh, I would say combo and kisra. I'll make it probably that's like good good dish like if you try it it's a good on the taste mm-hmm. and yeah what's
0: in it tell us what's in it
2: uh, it's having some uh some fish and then having some uh bread almost type thing like you eat it it's almost like a sauce so there are like sides on it so okay. the fish can be on the side or sometimes you can put beef on it like it's a mix but then it's sounds having a sauce
0: that sounds okay. so i'm hungry right now
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me find out you a seven-foot chef now.
0: How long does a dish usually take to cook? Uh,
2: it doesn't take that long, maybe about like uh, 40 minutes. If okay, see, that's, more
0: of, my, that's okay. more of my speed because I don't like to sit in the, stay in the kitchen for longer than 45 minutes to an hour. <clears throat> Well, yeah, you know, there are certain dishes that I can't cook, but I'm okay, I'm okay with okay, that. Uh, okay, look, I ain't judging you for not being able to cook. Okay, moving on, second question. What was your first thought when I reached out to you on social media to come on to the show?
2: Uh, it was a good thing. Like it was amazing to me because uh, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think I've seen you've interviewed uh, one of my AU teammates. I think Jayan and, mm-hmm. and Peyton too. Okay. okay. So yeah, I was excited.
0: Yay! All That's right. Fire, what you got man. on? What you got That's
1: on? Fire. So you know my questions. I like to keep it culture. You know, I'm a culture kind of guy. Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. My man. Okay, yes, so we're going to deal with them big boxy controllers, man. That's all I'm trying to say. Big guys, man, we need that little controller to fit. Madden PlayStation. I'm lying. Um, Madden 2K, I'm sorry. Madden 2K.
2: 2K. I said 2K.
1: So you like basketball or football, even in the yeah. virtual world?
2: Yeah, basketball all the think way. You could beat me in 2K? I can. I think ooh, if ooh. we try, if we give it a try.
1: Who, who you play with? What's me? your favorite team on 2K?
2: I play with a box. I use the box.
1: Man, I get go on stage, <laughs> go 200 on you, man. You wouldn't know what happened. Hey. We got to set it up. That's all that means. We got to set it up. Because, you know, I ain't ducking no smoke. You looked at me. You looked me up and down like you was just yeah, going to win you up. or I don't, Yeah, I don't like mm-hmm. that. You saw that I ain't Yeah, good. I saw it. I saw it. I play 2K. Whatever. The, all right. think y'all just going to be rim running on me? I got something for But, it.
0: look, I got to ask because. I don't understand. When y'all are playing video games, when the game gets really intense, y'all start off by sitting down, but then when the game gets really hype and intense, y'all start standing up. Oh, like, no, that's what's how you know.
1: Up? That's how you know when it's oh, okay. serious. You do that? Oh, you can start off. Hey, back. yeah. I focus. want to do that. You, you, you focus, get, focus more. It gives oh, you, you a focus little bit more. Okay, I don't think I, yeah, I heard I, that one before. Well, you know what? You leaning up on the TV. Come on, bro. I got I do not know what's going on. Sometimes the game be cheating. You be saying that all the time. Game okay?
0: man, they cheating me.
2: Sometimes. <laughs> That's how I know I got you. I know I got him now, JQ. I
1: know I got you now. I know I got you. Game don't ever cheat me.
0: So, Guy, tell us your story. Tell us, you know, where you were born. When did you come over to the United States? And um, just, just give the people the background story of who Guy is.
2: Uh, I was born in South Sudan, which is uh, mostly known. It's the youngest country in the world nowadays. But uh, me, first of all, I was playing soccer before I even started basketball. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a soccer player, but then I just started to develop the love for basketball through watching my peers and my cousin. He used to play uh, basketball, so I used to watch him, but I, I was a big fan of soccer. So most of the times, he would be going to basketball court, I'm going to a soccer field. Mm-hmm. But then, seven he, yeah. foot tall? No, by that what time, I was was wasn't feet seven feet tall. Yes. So <laughs> I had to ask. That was my first question. <laughs> soccer?
1: by now we ain't never seen one
2: of them yeah um it used to be uh basketball uh soccer for me first Mm -hmm. but then basketball started like slowly i started to like it the way people compete and how it is like you know it's not as big as a soccer field you know soccer is big there's a lot of running and all of the so i was like if people can run from all the way here to this side that's easy. Like I, know I, I felt like it would be easy. Yeah, yeah. Until you got out there, But totally then different. when we went, it started different. And like the playing style, you have to get used, like handle the ball. So I started to like it. So I told my cousin, uh, yeah, I want to try uh, to play basketball. Then he said, all right, let's, let's go to a basketball field and we check it out.
1: So, so how, old, how old were you when you felt like you were making that switch from soccer to basketball? 'Cause I know you were you ain't wake up one day seven foot, you feel me, and say, I'm gonna go play soccer. So when when you were uh, how old did you were you when you just you was just like, okay, I'm gonna try this basketball thing out.
2: Yeah, I was probably I was ten by that time. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. you were a
1: soccer player all the way up until 10, 11 years old.
2: Yeah. I mean back I don't home. Know, soccer, I might be able to
1: get you in soccer too. I don't know. <laughs> you still play soccer now?
2: I I I do play sometimes. Why you keep sizing time. me up every
1: time you ask <laughs> a question like that, man? Like, like, I might gotta put my cleats on. I got some cleats in my truck. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, guy. I play soccer too now, I'm telling you. you don't all right. Yeah. Oh, we can we
2: can get it. We can get it. Oh, he said <laughs>
0: like you can get it. He said he's ready. I don't think I can see you on the soccer field. I, don't, I hate running. I was I not one... like
1: anything outside Look. for me. I'm not an outside guy. I don't when like outside. when
0: I was in college and we had suicides, everyone knew that I hate doing suicides, especially if they were time. Now, of course, I had to make time because I was the point guard, right? So they always looking for the point guard to be the first person and be a leader. But yes, running, mm-mm.
1: I don't mind running. Mm-mm. When I was in when I was younger in high school, I run all day, just. But the moment you outside, mm-hmm. anything outside, baseball, soccer, football, I'm cool. I ain't like grass. Grass made me itch. I ain't look, bro. I'm not outside. Indoors for me, water fountains everywhere. That's what I need. You feel me? Don't put me outside. nowhere for Nothing. I'm all right.
0: So, guy, you posted something on your social media um, maybe a couple of weeks ago. It was a carousel, a swipe through. And I believe it was the last post. And it was a pyramid of the work success. And then it had a few characteristics that made up that, that word of success. Which one of those, if you can remember, which one of those terms do you feel that you, you struggle with the most and how did you overcome, overcome that?
2: Uh, I would say uh, on, on it, it would be uh, failure and doubts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, me, my freshman year, when I came, I couldn't, I couldn't play. I had to sit out for a year. Which uh, I felt like I had failed, and then we made it to state. So I felt like if we were, if I was able to play, I would have. Uh, we would have won a championship, you know. Me, I like, I like winning. So I felt that, but it was a, a good thing, like for me. I sat, so I kept working hard. It made me to work better and develop myself. That, well, I
0: mean. I get it. Like, everyone goes through that failure, doubting phase in whatever they're doing, right? Whether that's in their sport, at work, you know, coming up with a new business. Talk about your support system. Were they there to help you overcome that failure, you know, the sense of failure and, you know, self-doubt?
2: Yes, like, uh, for me, I have a big family here. Mm -hmm. So they always support me. They always motivate me. That's how even I got able to... uh, go through that because they told me you got to work so so that it's you, prove, them, easy, uh, you, yeah, you prove, prove the people wrong or like you do better mm-hmm. so I kept working they built that uh rock in me like to get better every day keep working on yourself like don't listen to the outside
1: exactly. noise exactly 10,000 percent. the people that I see when I was going through you know similar journeys uh, when I was your age Thing that my circle focused more on was proving myself right, like proving us right rather than proving other people wrong. Mm-hmm. Because there were a lot of things that people said I couldn't do that really didn't bother me, but there was things that I needed to deal with internally. You feel me? That that made me get to the next level. So a lot of times it's not about proving other people wrong; it's about proving yourself right because you know you have expectations and goals for yourself that don't have anything to do with anybody else. You feel me? So if I had any piece of advice to, to lean to you, it would be to focus man on what you have going and lock in on what your goals are. And you'll be just fine, bro. Like it's, it's definitely a process, you know, coming, especially being a foreigner coming, trying to adapt to not only the basketball life here, but life in general, because it's different. I like guess it's, it's completely different. I know for, I've never been to South Sudan. I can't, but I know it's not. It's night and day from being in South Sudan and being in Atlanta. It's just it's two totally different things. So you know, I just I, I I've seen you play before. You know, I'm a fan. I think you'll be just fine on down the road. I just want you to stay focused, bro. Not, not letting you know because it's easy to get caught up in undoing. Yes, problems. it is. And especially with you guys access to social media now. Just stay focused, man, on your goals and keep grinding your grind. Because I tell kids all the time, a, a good friend of mine growing up, Chris Douglas Roberts told, you know, his, his go-to saying was, "Don't cheat the grind," because the grind knows. Right? The grind knows if you lifting weights. The grind knows if you are shooting extra shots. Mm-hmm. Your Instagram followers gonna know what you tell them. Facebook gonna know what you tell them. But you can't cheat the grind because the grind's gonna know. So stay true and stay honest to that grind, bro. Because it's gonna pay off in the end. Thank you, thank you. You
0: should be a motivational speaker, nah, well. man. It's not about being <laughs> motivational.
1: It's just. You know, when you get put in a situation like, you know, to be that voice for somebody, yeah. because you know, when when like you said, when you was coming up, you had your parents, and that was, you know, that's kind of where the buck stopped. So when you guys wanted to push for college, it was you and your circle doing everything. Now, you know, it's he probably got fifty thousand people every every other day. Hey, man, big fella, you need to do this and play with this team and do this and wear this, and you know, it's different now. Social media has completely changed, changed everything. the game. It sure changed did everything. Speaking,
0: yeah. of, speaking of the talent, and, you know, here especially here in Georgia, what would you say is or who has the best tournaments and showcases here in Georgia?
2: Uh, I would say uh, on the radar. Okay, Ooh, Sean. Okay,
0: Sean. yeah, Sean. Shout out to Sean,
1: man. Sean's yeah. doing his thing for sure.
0: Why Why do you say that Sean's events are the best uh, showcases here in Georgia?
1: Uh, he
2: always has, like, good uh, people. Competing mm-hmm. with uh, athletes from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And then uh, secondly would be holiday, hopes giving. Okay. In high school world, like we compete with even other prep schools. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be able to get to play with them experience like their mm-hmm. playing style and get you better.
0: Right. And yeah. I think that's important too, because I know speaking and working with other parents, they're always scrambling around during you know, AAU season, what showcases and events to attend. And I always tell them, do your research, right? Just because someone is throwing an event don't mean that you're going to go in and compete. And, and like you just said, guy, you, you got to make sure that the teams that are there are high-level talent because when there's high-level talent, that's going to bring in media. That's going to bring in college coaches. And I know Sean does a, does a very good job of bringing those type of, you know, caliber people inside the gym. So uh, but yeah what you think who do you think Spoon? I mean I'm I'm
1: when it comes to that stuff I um we try to get in some of the some of the better events. You know, I coach high school basketball myself. So this year we played in the Lemon Street event. Okay. Over at uh Mary the High School. It was solid. Lemon Street was solid. Okay. Top teams from Kentucky were there. You know, I think there was a team from Florida that was there. It was really good competition there. Um and then you know Georgia's always rep- well represented in all these events. So you know it really doesn't matter about how Georgia looks, but the Lemon Street event was good. I know um, Jared Cook's event out of North Garnett is always good. Okay,
0: I think I've heard of his Yeah, it's me. always
1: good. Um, like he said, the Hoops Giving event, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just dope. The the I mean, the, the guys that have stepped into that avenue when it comes to putting on those events, they're doing a hell of a job, man, yeah. because they're going to get guys from everywhere. They're going to get the teams from California and Florida and Iowa and Texas and, you know, so it's the best teams coming to play in all these events. Even even there was an event that happened postseason and uh, called the throne that they did down oh, yeah. at, uh, was it at Morehouse. At Morehouse, yeah, which that's fire. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I, we didn't have that. Well, at least I, I maybe my team just wasn't good enough to get there. But <laughs> I don't remember having stuff like that when I was in school. Like yeah. uh, something after the state championship game where you know the best of the best is still coming to play against the best of the best. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, that's that's what it's all about for me. Is seeing these kids compete at the highest level because, right. you know, that's what you want to see. The kids want to see, especially, be, like I said, I, it, I, for me, it all goes back to social media, man, where these kids get to see. Now I get to pull up a kid right now. I can you know, whereas growing up, you had to go get in your car and drive and see mm-hmm. with your own eyes. It's just, it's different now. Like you have a different appreciation for it now.
0: What was that moment that you said to yourself? I'm good. And I know I can do this. Take us back to that moment.
2: Uh, For me, I'm blessed uh, to be in this position. But I always uh, work hard and try to get myself better every day. So for me, I'm always working. So I don't feel that I'm good or I'm this. But I always want to work and get better every day. So that's how I feel just to get better than the next person I'm competing against. Mm -hmm. So if he's better than me, I would like... Get something from him, and then next time I work twice better and get better than him.
1: Always learning. That's a, that's a big thing, man. Especially moving forward to the next level, bro. Humility is huge. Mm-hmm. Humility is huge. Accountability is another one that you got to stick with. Accountability, holding yourself accountable.
0: accountable. Right. You feel me? That's because, a big one, Spoon. Oh man, because you
1: know it, it, it's the kids now. Is is it's just it's completely different. Like I need. I needed to be authentic. I needed to be genuine. And what you said something that resonated with me was, if I play against somebody and they get the one up on me, cool. I'm gonna take that, my loss like a man on the chin, I'm gonna learn from it, and then the next time it's just it's gonna be something different. Yeah. You feel me? Like that's 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 solid. And mindset wise moving forward for you because you know, a lot of a lot of younger guys don't have that same mindset. So always keep that close to you, because that's big. Being able to being able to be humble enough to say, he got the best of me this time, but we're going to see what happens next time. So, you know, stay in that gym, bro. Stay locked in. That's big, though.
0: How did you narrow down your decision to commit to Mississippi State?
2: Uh, it was uh, it helped through my family. We had to, like, see who has the better uh, option for me, like, to be a better person off and on the court. Mm -hmm. So for me, I saw like who would have and their playing style, which I perfectly match with uh, Mississippi State. Uh, They play like the same style that I like to play.
0: Which is?
2: Um, I'm also like versatile. They Mm -hmm. play in and out. And for me, it's a good thing for me because I'm versatile. I can play outside and I can play inside. So yeah.
0: I was gonna ask y'all because I know you played center. I'm assuming, and (laughs) yeah, no, okay. I did what? (laughs) (laughs) Look, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. What position did you play, Spoon? JQ was your point guard. I
1: was a Swiss Army knife. We'll just leave it at that. I didn't have a position. I was the guy that. If our point guard went down, I could play point. If our four guy went down, I could play the four. If our five guy went down, I could play the five. Okay. I was just I was I was really good at a lot of different things on the floor. So, I was always on the floor yeah. because of that reason. Like there was you can't put me in a group and say stick with this group because right. I do other things better than these other guys. So, I was just always on the floor whatever my team needed me to do, I was able to do.
0: So my question was going to be if you were on the court at the time where they needed you to play inside and you, you know, liking the fact that Mississippi State has that inside-outside game, how frustrating it is it being a big man and, you know, when the guards on a three-point line, they don't look inside? Like, because I remember playing, playing the point guard, I'm always going to get my big man the ball. So is that really frustrating for you guys? Like... I really don't like how you keep saying you guys though. Like, well I'm know? just I'm just saying when you were on the court playing the five position or the four position. Okay. And the guards overlooked you. When you had a when ain't you had no, a little man. Ain't male.
1: no such thing as overlooking, because I'm a I'm a am a vocal guy.
0: Here you go. Okay. Hey,
1: hey, 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 hey. You missed <laughs> let me, me. Let me get the <laughs> God, Hey, Look, run it again. Sweet, <laughs> the this time break it this way. I'm open, bro. Oh, what? <laughs> Overlook. What? Come on, man. Hey, 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 PG. <laughs> <laughs> Run it again. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Bring it this way. This man. dude is a character. This what? Way. Over what? No, it's def- that's frustrating though. I mean, it's just playing with greedy guys. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, it was greedy guys is that was my one, my mm-hmm. pet peeve, because we're working too hard. Yeah. Like we're we're doing too much of the right stuff for you to be greedy. And it only takes one. All it takes is one guy, one possession. Mm-hmm. And the next guy might be like, "Well, hell, he did it. I, I'm gonna get my shot up, and then now I gotta get my shot up, and then well, hell, they done got the last three. Let me see if I can get my shot up. It only takes one. It's like cancer, man. It's like a cancer that greed it get in you and it takes over fast, and you won't even know. So for a guy like you, guy, I mean, I know it gets frustrating because you know you're not you're not a guard, so there, there's there's not the the possibility of you. You get the ball and take two through dribbles. I know coach is screaming, hey, hey, find a guard, give it up. You feel me? Like, you don't even have a like, well, at least with me, I'm going to get a rebound. And I'm like, well, y'all go ahead. I got it. Like, we'll figure it out. I might get subbed out, but you feel me? I'm going <laughs> to get my shot up. You feel me? Don't do that to
0: me. Before we wrap up, I do want to ask you this last question. What are you most excited about in your next chapter?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm excited about college basketball, uh, playing a uh, – SEC, um, going up to March Madness, which is my goal. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, competing among the best of the best, which has always been a dream come true for me, to be able to play in college basketball. So I'm excited for college.
0: Well, we're excited for you. We're going to be rooting for you. We wish you the best of luck. Before we go, give, her, give everyone your uh, social media. How can they find you online?
2: Uh, on Instagram, is I am Guy Chol. Then on Twitter, it's Guy Choll.
0: Oh, yeah, and he's blue check certified. I had to throw that Stop in Stop
1: playing, man. <laughs> hey, and he didn't pay that $15.99, y'all. A lot of y'all follower counts, likes, and all. It ain't matching. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm leaving alone. I ain't, you know.
0: Thank y'all for watching. I'm your girl, JQ. And it's your boy, Spoon. And we're out.